0: Bye-bye okay. for me, Nyan.
1: as-salamu alaykum, greetings, and may peace
0: be upon you all. <clears throat> Good morning, everybody, grand rising. And um, yeah, we are here today with uh, self cell care, I guess I should play my, my intro actually. <laughs> One of those Tuesday mornings. Give me a minute. Um, so let's see if I actually have my uh, my promo, um, huh? So I here we go. We'll play the promo.
1: <laughs> what if you could live to be one hundred and twenty
0: years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and
1: vibrant? Yeah, what about that? <laughs> are made up of <laughs> cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So, if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday
0: from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-cell care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and your cells feel rejuvenated each day through
1: proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing
0: guest by calling in at 515-605-9325
1: and press one to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today.
0: So I was just listening to that intro, which I usually forget to play, and with a different ear. And it said many unconventional ways, right, of healing yourself. And, you know, of course that's frequency medicine, but in there sleep, which is hilarious because lately I've not been getting much good sleep. And it does feel like it's an unconventional way. So anyway, today's topic is how to use fear as a signal to manifest your best self. Who created this topic? None other than my girlfriend. Michelle Froge, the star Coach, and I'm going to bring her on right now, and um, Grand Rising Girlfriend.
2: Grand Rising, thank you.
0: So um, I also want to say thank you to our friends, Donna and Chris, who are here this morning. And um, grand,
2: grand Rising Ladies.
0: mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted to start off the morning with uh, a little bit of humor. And. Um, <clears throat> You know, so you have these Thursday night, um, what's it called when you get up on stage? Karaoke. karaoke. Right. Right. Uh-huh. And um, like singing it in public is probably one of my fear things <laughs> and I did it anyway.
2: You crushed it.
0: You crushed <laughs> no, 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 Andrew crushed it. <laughs> my husband crushed it. He did great. You
2: crushed the fear.
0: Oh, I I crushed the fear all day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I crushed the fear. I did not crush it on stage. And I think what we ascertained was that I am the backup singer and the dancer. (laughs) Hey, and we
2: need those.
0: Yes, you do. You (laughs) now play that role. Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) Just, you know, probably not a good idea for me to be be the lead singer. I'm just saying. (laughs) We have a great time, though, don't we? Oh, my yeah. God. It was so much fun. I have to check my schedule, but I'm going back Thursday. I mean, I like, it. oh, my God. I love it. Um, and Andrew, I tried to upload the videos on Facebook, but I don't know why Facebook wasn't having anything to do with it. So. Oh,
2: no. Well, he definitely has to get back up then so you can do another video and get it on. And do
0: him. a live. Yeah, because he's got a really wow. good voice. So. He does. Uh, So today we're talking about how to use fear as a signal to manifest your best self or to find out where you really belong, (laughs) the backup singer and the dancer. So, so, um, anyways, so this was your topic that you chose and I think that, you know, I kind of buried this this issue for a while. I mean, it's, it's not usually an issue that I have, but I do see it for people all over. And I started noticing that I just started ignoring it because I didn't feel like I could influence it. And so God gave you the message because like, she's not listening.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's why it works. <laughs> I know. <right? laughs>
0: That's why it takes a village to raise this child all of us oh yeah 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 for sure Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: so if you have questions and you want to call into the show um it's 515-605-9325 you can also make a contribution doesn't have to be a question um and um but i think that what we want to look at and um i'll take the lead just for the moment on a list of things that I, I have noticed during coaching that people have fear of. And then I want you to add to that list and then we'll just go where the, where, where the universe takes us. Does that sound cool? Absolutely. Okay, so interestingly enough, cooking your own food. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, getting out of bed to face the day. Um, going for a walk in the neighborhood, um, actually just even leaving the house right now, I think after the last few years, right. Um, and then the obvious, I think those were the not so obvious, Uh, the obvious, like, um, fair speaking your truth, fair standing out. Fear of being, of stepping into your own power, of your own powerful being. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. I know you got tons to add. Go for it. I fear did. of being on stage. Sorry.
2: So, you know, some of those things, actually, there's a deeper fear in there. And this is what I find that that is interesting to me. Because on the surface, we might think that we are afraid of cooking our own food. But what is the, what, if you drill that down, what could that be? Well, if you're cooking your own food and someone else is going to eat it as well, perhaps it's fear of judgment, perhaps it's fear of criticism. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, when we drill down in almost everything that we don't do, there's a fear involved, almost everything. Um, And that's what I've learned about um, during my coaching sessions, because I drill down, you know, we try to get to the root of it. And as we drill down, I find these things that a lot of times the the person just didn't even think of, I mean, just not even conscious of it, right? So fear of judgment is a big one. Um, fear of failure. Interestingly enough, what I see quite often is fear of success. Well,
0: that's a really big one like that like that's like you know fear of your own light you know and and you're right it is all about the judgment the criticism the failure the the fear of success but the fear of being in your own power and being in your own light is so huge because you know i i was looking back um to my childhood to the childhood of my mom and you know like all of that of our ancestors right mm-hmm. and there's always been a divide mm-hmm. you know in our families the Jews and the Italians mm-hmm. right um or that was my 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 really mostly my dad so like he grew up in um Chicago uh I think it was Southside, and so there was the Jews and the Italians, and there was always the fistfights. You know, fear of being together, and so we really brought light, <laughs> like the last three years, about how unaccepting we are and how judgmental we are about people having a different opinion. Mm-hmm. and yet it's been going on and now it's like like it's on um it's like a superfood. <laughs> mm-hmm. actually it's, it's a, a super toxin yeah right absolutely mm-hmm.
2: yeah fear of change is another biggie mm-hmm. um and that goes along with some other fears because if you are fearful of success, it might be the change that will come when you are successful. You know, what all do we have to give up, perhaps, in order to be successful? What all do we have to allow, allow in, in order to be successful? Um, And of course, the shining our own light can be one of those fears, fear of visibility, which goes right along with shining our own light mm-hmm. and stepping into our power. I see that a lot with entrepreneurs. Um, you know, if you are the face of your business and you're not visible, how successful can your business be? Probably not super
3: successful.
0: Well, um, so hold hold on though, because it's interesting because I was thinking the opposite. Mm. So I love that about us. Love that. Um, So for me to be more successful, I believe I have to be out of the light for a while. Like I have to be, I have to go and like, you know, this month, the only thing really I'm doing is the show and, and finishing my book. And I have to actually step away in order to do that. Sure. And so for me, that's a change of and I know that's not what you're talking about, but I also want to give it There's a caveat, right? Yeah, sure. Right? Sure. Just like, it's like sometimes yeah. we have to go away mm-hmm. and step away from the world in order to co-create with the universe what they need.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So go ahead. Sorry. I know yeah. you're biting at the bit.
2: Well, you know, the visibility is, um, it's a lot of times, it's kind of like, fear of public speaking, right? It's like being in the limelight. That's hard for a lot of people. Oh, for for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, In our businesses or in our lives in general, doesn't matter if you have a business or not. Sometimes the message is rest. Sometimes the message is go inside. Sometimes it is um, take a step back. And this could be a time for just physical rest, mental rest, spiritual rest, it could also be a time for us to strategize because oftentimes entrepreneurs, we get in go mode and action mode. And um, we can, if we're not careful, we can uh, lose our own daily routines of whatever that may be, praying, meditation, journaling, um, you know, reading some, some, uh, self-help or spiritual or whatever, you know, topic kind of book that is going to, um, help you in your business. Sometimes we can forget to do that because we get so busy. And sometimes, um, we, we have a fear that if we don't continue on, if we don't take action every single day, if we're not doing, 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 then our business is going to fail. Or if we're not doing, 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 our relationship is going to fail, and while it's true, if we just completely stop, unless we have someone else uh, running the show, or if you, if, unless you've created the the systems to put it in pilot, say for a business, can't do that in a relationship, but say for a business, um, then it will eventually lose that momentum, and yet. Because of that fear, sometimes we can push too much, and we we give it too much. And really, exactly what you said, Jody, we we are being called to just take a step back and do maybe some of the behind the scenes work when you know working in your business um, versus on your business or vice versa.
0: I yeah, for sure. I mean, and I think it's really important to work both ends mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, people miss you for the week or the 30 days, whatever it is that, that you're, you know, um, doing that self-reflection, they'll get over it and they'll come back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
2: yeah. you know, With how much we're bombarded, uh, especially like social media and emails and things like that with our technology, maybe they won't even notice <clears throat> because we're so bombarded. Unless they, like this show, unless they... You know are ready for it every tuesday morning which i know a lot of people are because it's so um it's so full it's so filling i don't want to say fulfilling it's so filling it fills us up
0: yeah, it right does. it fills our um, cup our up.
2: our mind and our soul and our spirit um but unless it's something like that that's really intriguing in, in a way that really touches us you know, if someone takes 30 days off of social media, I may not even realize it because honestly, I might not see their stuff very often anyway, unless I'm reacting or I'm interacting, you know, on the daily pretty much. Yeah. Of all those algorithms.
0: <laughs> you know, I have a friend of mine, um, more like an acquaintance, but still a friend. And I remember uh, last year she did a post and she said, yeah, I'm going to be off of social media for 30 days. I just didn't want you guys to miss me. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm not sure that I would make that announcement. There's <laughs> see a lot of people doing that. I you mean, know? but it's really good to, to yeah. take time off. But I mean, so this is actually judgmental on my part. I'm just going to tell you that it's judgmental that I don't necessarily think that we need to be announcing that we're going on. I mean, like I'm taking off 30 days, but I don't know that I need to really announce it to like as a public announcement on my my feeds. Just go do your thing Mm -hmm. and let life go. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why I feel that that's odd. Maybe I'm feeling it's, um, what is that? Um, Maybe because deep down I'm an introvert and antisocial.
2: yeah i mean yeah some you know i think it kind of goes along with and this is a little bit off but you know how how a lot of people um post what they're eating every single day i don't think it's so much of a thing now but like for a while especially during covid right where we were not getting out much if at all and, you know, people were posting everything they were eating all day
0: long, and it was like,
2: okay, I really don't need to see your oatmeal, you know, today,
0: again. <laughs> for That's hilarious. <laughs> now, you know, I post pictures of food, but this is a way to get people to get creative about. This is, like yeah, this is your
2: business. This is your education. <laughs> it's totally different than someone putting their steak in their-
0: I know. <laughs> <on> for- However, <laughs> what's funny, if you look back, in time uh-huh. what did famous artists draw pictures of oh yeah uh-huh right.
2: absolutely
0: so i think it's this hilarious like you give people some too much time and they go oh look at that beautiful apple <laughs> and it and is beautiful that's
2: great i know that's wonderful
0: <laughs> so so let's get back to fear how can we support others let's let's think of the ways how do we get people to overcome fear right and 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 actually let before we talk about overcoming let's talk about the signals Mm
1: -hmm. so the
0: signals could be like a funky feeling in your gut your heart your the body signals right Mm -hmm. go yeah yeah, go for it yeah
2: i mean body signals are probably the biggest indicator um you know if you're for instance if you're watching a movie um and something scary is about to happen right you feel it like you you tense up you start you know you might start feeling it in your belly uh, your heart might start racing you might be sweating um if anyone has dealt with anxiety or knows someone that has dealt with anxiety (laughs) I have not, thankfully, um, dealt with it myself. Seriously, very rare occasion. Um,
0: but that was for me. Oh, honey, I used to, have to pull over inside the road. I was having panic attacks.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like nervousness more than anything, and that was just like maybe getting on stage or singing the song that I wasn't quite sure of or whatever. Uh-huh. But um, I've definitely uh, been in relationship with with people that do have um anxiety at times and it can be debilitating like it'll cripple you it'll cripple you it absolutely can yes it absolutely
0: and, can and sorry it just came to me so i have a client and i would say that that client um hold on a second Okay, so uh, as long as I'm not using names, um, their hands really got crippled, right? Because their relationship with the spouse, now former spouse, was crippling to them. And there was a lot of fear about not being accepted. And interestingly enough, that happened to my mom. So she had, her hands were crippled because she didn't feel accepted. She had the fear of not being accepted by my father. Mm-hmm. And it showed up in the, her hands, it crippled her.
4: Yeah.
0: So fear is such a powerful emotion. Mm-hmm. And I'm being called to say, it's being used as a weapon. -hmm. Of mass destruction, and this is not new. You can go back to the Holocaust and before then, Mm -hmm. and go way before the Holocaust. But that's just one, an easy one for everyone to get.
1: Yeah,
0: where there are people use fear as a method of mass destruction. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah, and I'm just being called to say. It's not what God intended. And he loves his children. And he says, call on me if you feel fear. Call on me. Connect with me. Make sure you can feel me in your heart and call on me. And I'll get you on the right path less the fear because when you stand with God fear goes away and I also am called to say this for those people who believe that there's darkness in the world like let's say entities and demons and for those who don't believe in that you don't have to listen Um, fear is the entry point Into your body. Um, Dark energies can enter your physical body and take it over when fear is present. It only needs a nanosecond. And so think about that for a moment because we're in a spiritual war right now dark against dark, dark and evil against, you know, light and good. And so we have to stand in our own bodies, stay in body, (laughs) stay in body. First of all, don't jump out of body and stick to your belief systems. And I'm not saying don't be open to what you're, who your respected friends are I'm not saying that but stick to you and know that your journey doesn't have to be the same as someone else's journey that would be like Michelle and I like me trying to be the freaking rock star coach and get on stage and sing you would laugh me off the mm -mm, stage (laughs) it would be comical it would be silly you might say I'm a really good dancer though (laughs) <laughs> just saying. Donna's got a comment. Let me just say this. Let's see. She says, She says, maybe we need to accept ourselves, then we wouldn't need acceptance from others and we wouldn't get crippled hands. So, Donna, it's exactly right. And I want to do a yes and to that. And first of all, thank you for sharing. Really, really wise. Yes, we need to accept ourselves, and yes, we need to, to stop seeking the acceptance of others. The only one you need acceptance from, other than yourself, is God. That's it. Boom. That's it. Do you want to add to that, Michelle?
2: Well, what came to my mind is God accepts us unconditionally. Thank you. So we already are accepted by God. So what I would say the yes and for me would be is yes. And the only work we need acceptance from is ourselves because God already accepts us. No questions asked. So it really is our work to accept ourselves. And fear comes into this as well, right? What happens if I accept myself? What happens if I love myself? Well, maybe relationships will fall away. Maybe I won't have that person in my life anymore. That's true. Maybe you won't. And maybe they are not meant for you any longer. Maybe uh, they were for a season or a reason. Maybe they were sent to teach you something, but they were not meant to be there long-term. Maybe it has turned toxic and us accepting ourselves sometimes means we have to make big changes and there's a lot of fear around that too. We mentioned that. Anytime we are stepping up, like Jody said, you know, stepping into our power, shining our own light, there could be fear of change fear of things falling away fear of things not being the way that they have been and even when things will be better when you make that change sometimes the the misery of being comfortable is easier than the joy of being temporarily uncomfortable Maybe the Oops, sorry,
0: I'm uh, <laughs> getting us posted in the other group. I, I, like I had reverb on my
2: voice, I was hearing myself twice.
0: You did. <laughs> <laughs> but I have almost five hundred people in that group, and so wonderful. I, I yes. just thought um, it would be a nice thing to invite them. To let
2: them hear what's going on. That's probably a good idea.
0: Yeah. <laughs> posted. Perfect. Yeah, see how pretty you look. Ooh. Oh, goodness. In my dark background because
2: I don't
0: have enough light in this office. <laughs> it's all good. You are beautiful. And my light's actually yellow and yours is blue. And it those is. are the two colors of my logo. So there you go. <laughs> it was meant to be. Thank you. Find something right in everything. Woohoo. <clears throat> so, um, and back to Donna, uh, she and says, "Yes, God." I totally agree with. Yeah, and so, and I want to just say this, and that's why I say you—the only one who needs to accept you is God. I want to bring some clarity. Yeah. So I, I'm um, when I'm in a situation where I need clarity, you know, of course I meditate like you do, and and I pray and I ask questions and so if I need direction I ask God and so if I can connect with God and get that answer um, that's the only answer I need you know and so that's why I mean when I say um, we don't need you know I am I I wasn't saying that God doesn't accept us. I am saying that, of course God accepts us exactly how we are with all of our imperfections, right? Um, A lot of the things in my healing center have imperfections on it and that's intentional so that people know that you can display something imperfect and have it be perfect. But if we are looking only to God for our direction in life. And I'm not saying don't talk, but I mean for the final like yeehaw, like go ahead and talk to people, get your information and you know, do what you do and then go pray about it and you and God decide what's good for you. That's my point because you don't have to worry about pleasing mom and dad. You don't have to worry about pleasing a sibling, a friend. Um, You just have to worry about uh, aligning with your mission on earth, mm-hmm. whatever that may be. And I can promise you this, whatever your mission is, is uniquely different from everybody else mm-hmm. because they needed us to all have different skill sets in order to handle the challenges that are coming our way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, and Donna says, I think sometimes being uncomfortable is a comfort zone. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's the comment that I saw that I just, yeah, it, absolutely, Donna. Yeah. That's exactly what I was saying. Um, yeah, it's more comfortable to stay in the discomfort rather than, you know, stepping out of that because it's change. it's new, it's different. Things won't be the same. And even when we're not happy, sometimes being comfortable is more important to us. And I'm not saying that's wrong. It's just something to look at and to understand. If we're fearful of the change and doing things differently, then we need to know we might stay uncomfortable. That's the trade-off.
0: Yeah, and I like like the, the whole thought around that because It may be common for you, right? But it's not normal. So like, do you want to stay in common or do you want to be abby normal, which I, I prefer abby (laughs) normal. Like I like being different. I don't want to be a cookie cutter. You know, they sold us those cookie cutters, remember? (laughs) Mm -hmm. But do you really want them unless you're making cookies? (laughs) No. And even, yeah. And even then, so let me go to a quick commercial and then we're going to go to, um, the other comments that we have here. And, um, I'm going to ask everybody who's here, please share the show while we're in commercial, uh, take the link that you have, share the show, invite your friends. Cause I think this is such an important topic. Um, you know, you know, about manifesting, your best self how to use fear is a signal and so we talked about some of those signals and we're going to talk about lots more signals and then we're going to talk about what do you do with those signals and how do you use it to co-create with the universe what it is that you're really meant to do here and um you know like that okay
3: cool beans perfect all
0: right so let's do
3: And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Beata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution.
4: Okay, and last one.
0: Hi, I'm Jody Susan Susan Essentials. I started Susan Essentials in 2015 because of a personal health journey. I was over medicated and put on 19 different medications. And yes, I reversed all my chronic diseases using plant and energy-based healing. It was
1: amazing. At
0: Susan Essentials, we support both consumers and businesses and we do that with helping your employees or yourself with a food as medicine mindset. How Susan Essentials supports businesses and consumers is we teach people about a food as medicine mindset. So we support people on how to support their own immune system, how to support their brain health, how to support their emotional well-being, And we do that all with plant and an energy based healing. We are back. Um, I just want to mention <clears throat> that um, I published, you know, I was published in shout out Atlanta last
2: Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations. It was a wonderful article. Wonderful.
0: Thank you. You were mentioned, as you might know. <laughs> I was. Thank
1: you for that as well. A few,
0: a few times. Um, but I'm going to share the article in the link and ask people to, to read it later because it occurred to me is that it kind of outlined outlined, uh, outlined without saying so. Say that three times fast and have a brain that's not working this morning. Um, hey, I'll just show, uh, um, let me just share it real quick. So it's a uh, shout out Atlanta, um, you know, meet me, nutritionist, human behaviorist, brain health professional, quantum energy healer. And what I want to just mention is this paragraph in here about how I recreated my career from finance and marketing to, to, to become who I am today. And I, while I didn't say I had to let go of my fears, spoiler alert. (laughs) So I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on that, but I do want to share the article and say that, you know, if the purpose really is of why I publish and why I do what I do is so that I can give you permission by demonstrating, um, you know that you can get out there and you can make mistakes i mean for people who've followed us for a long time like chris right she's on here and i don't know who else is on here but you know you can share who, who you are on here but i i've made plenty of mistakes on here <laughs> just saying and i've made plenty of mistakes I up on stage yes yeah mm-hmm. right so i mean life is filled with them and you know first of all it makes for great comedy at your funeral i'm just gonna say or in the moment. Or in the moment. <laughs> we
2: can we can spread joy without even trying sometimes.
0: <laughs> Isn't that I mean well like 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 Thursday, right? Uh me getting on stage. And I, I, I think that Bill may have turned down the volume on my mic. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> hey, no, I have no will, I have no judgment. Actually, I have a lot of gratitude because, <laughs> you know, I haven't really sang since 1981 and I joined a choir and I'm enjoying it, but even so I'm still just kind of like half in, getting my feet wet. Going, yeah. I'm not really ready to belt it out loud just yet. So, <laughs> so, um, anyways, so where are we? On our comments. Um, I think we're at Chris. So yeah. hi Chris. Yeah. Um, she says, self-acceptance, worthiness have been the biggest part, biggest to accept. I asked why me, but why not? We're all divine beings, children of God. Yeah. You want to go first on that?
2: uh worthiness and self-acceptance is such a big thing and while anyone can be challenged with it um i have seen because i primarily work with women i have seen it run rampant in um, fellow women and i've dealt with it i I have not conquered it myself. And I would say for me and probably for a lot of others, fear is part of that. If I completely accept myself the way I am, there could be a fear of judgment around that. What are other people going to think? if if we have self-worth issues oftentimes it is there is a fear that's underlying whether that be uh from you know our upbringing from our parents or our caretakers or something we learned in school that's where mine came from just you know being kind of they call it bullying now, but, you know, back then we didn't use that term teasing or, you know, just, you know, kids being cruel, you know, um, being different. I was different. I, um, so, you know, all of those things came from me wanting to be accepted by others. And then when I wasn't, I looked at myself and thought, well, why am I not? There must be something wrong with me. And then I started to put that on myself. So there can be all sorts of different ways we can kind of come in, you know, it can all come in the back door and start affecting us. And sometimes it doesn't affect us until later in life. I just spoke with a woman yesterday who said, you know, things were pretty great until she gave up her corporate job to be a mom and for the years of being a mom she kind of retreated and she started not to feel comfortable in her own skin so this can be body changes this can be environmental changes this can be jody food changes things that we're putting in our body right can cause us um to feel unworthy and This is, this is a constant work for a lot of us there. I want to say there is no magic pill, but it doesn't have to be as difficult as we sometimes make it, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it is, it is something that I would look at the fears around if you want to look at, where is that coming from? I would say, go deep and ask, what am I fearful of? and then work on that, because once we work on the fear, then those self-worth and self-acceptance issues will simply fade away. They truly will, if we can let go and clear that fear.
0: Well, and the question is, is it real? So when you start looking at it, Chris, uh, what is the fear? Like, and you write it down. Okay, so this is kind of a Mm how-to. You write it down and then you think about where did it come from right and you can access your Akashic records for that or you can have just have a memory depending cuz it could be this lifetime past lifetimes right and then decide is it real like is there any reality in that and sometimes there might be like maybe you were burned at the stake like i was and <laughs> so yeah Sorry, for those who didn't know, turn the mark. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, but seriously. So so if it's real, let's say it is real. You Then you need to think through what are the steps to overcome or to mitigate, and why do we give it power, right? If it was real, did you give it power by giving it attention, or did you take the tension away from it? to take its power away see the more we give attention to someone who's trying to hurt us and instill fear we are if we give attention we're giving them our power now that's a hard nut to crack when you love that person mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say that one again that mm-hmm. is a hard nut to crack when you love that person because you want, what y'all signed up for, (laughs) you know, like, like it sucks when it's not working. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so you know, the guidance I've been given lately is, um, so I start, I I started seeing this angel number and I didn't know it was an angel number. It's four, one, four never knew but it kept on popping up and the second time it popped up i was like um okay what does angel number is it an angel number is it a bible verse you know what is it and so this is what i found um on google doesn't mean it's true right (laughs) let me find it on google um Actually, there was a really good one on, I think it was The Cooliest or something. But, but basically, it, it's saying that there's you're ready for positive change, which I was, I was not having a good moment in time. Um, and it shows up as a hallmark of divine timing, an angelic sign that you can prepare for changes and take more an active role in aligning your actions and ideas with your true soul purpose um so and there was so much more with this i mean there was an article i found and so we can be more aware of the signals that the universe is also giving us not just your body mm-hmm. right so your body's going to give you signals the universe is going to give your signals and start looking at them um and stop and pause and, and and by the way one of the biggest things that i've noticed um is that the universe gives you signals through the animals and the insects? Mm-hmm. Do you know what a, a, a cockroach on its back means?
2: You told me, and my brain's not working. So you told me, but I don't remember it at the moment.
0: That's okay. So I'm actually going to pull it up. But, but basically, um, you know, cockroaches represent family. Cause they're always, they're always thinking, you know, they never come alone. Right. Oh, and unfortunately, right. And, um, here, let me see if I can find it again, but they represent family and when they're on their back and they're dying, it's because, and, and it's a spiritual message. Okay. Cause not all, I always ask, is this just a cockroach dying or is this a spiritual message, right? That's my first question to the universe. And when it's a spiritual message, it's that you're killing off your freaking family. (laughs) Just saying. But cockroaches are uh, from the, I think from the dinosaur age. Mm -hmm. And so they are one of the most resilient um, species of insect on the planet. And so for them to start dying I mean, I think that this is really awful. I'm not going to show a screenshot, but I remember reading this and and I'm not going to get it exact, but basically there was a time where they took cockroaches and they put them in a microwave to see how resilient they would be to radiation. Yeah. I mean, we live in a really sick, sick uh, world. I'm just going to say. And um, it can cancel the whole energy around that, Transmuted up to source your place of God's divine white light. There you go. And so, um, and they, you know, they did well. <laughs> so they're, they're also, cockroaches are a sign of resilience, determination, perseverance. And so when you go to when you find a cockroach, uh, please don't kill it, catch it in a cup or whatever, pick it up gently with a piece of paper or whatever and put it outside. Um, cause there is karma on that. I'm just going to tell you, try not to kill your insects. We need them. They all serve a purpose. Um, and, and when you're capturing them, uh, Yes, Chris, Animal Speak is a good, great book to help determine what animals may symbolize. And I also bought, I bought another one recommended by Kwame, um, Sun Horse. Um, And ah, it's downstairs in my healing center, but it's a really good book. And I've been having some fun looking through uh, these different books. Um, I do, I usually do Google it, but um, I'm enjoying the deeper dive that these books are having to offer. So Great idea. Um, let me just put that up so other people can see it. It's called Animal Speak. Uh, and I'll look up the one I had from Amazon, um, look up the history, and so I can figure out which one it was. We also bought bird bird perches. My birds broke their perch yesterday sometime. It's, I woke up this morning and their perch was not connected to their condo anymore, I was like, ooh. Oh, you know what? Hilarious, Chris. It's the same book, Animal Speak. (laughs) The Spiritual Magical Powers of Creatures, Great and Small. That's the same one I bought. And I bought the Spiral Bound. So uh, let me show that so people can uh, see. Um, So this is the book. Okay. Um, Paperback, Kindle, Spiral Bound. Um, But... It's a great book. I'm having a lot of joy uh, researching and fully understanding how God speaks to us. You know, so um, thank you for that, Chris. (sighs) So, where are we? Get me back on track, would you? So, signals,
2: um, and you were talking about animals and insects and the universe giving us signs.
0: Thank you. Um,
2: Yeah. I think too, you know, part of the universe giving us signals could be things as blatant as, as a billboard when you're driving down the road, or a song that may come on the radio, or something that just pops in your head, right? A memory of something, or um, something that comes out of nowhere that you wonder, why did I just think about that? Have you had those moments? Why did I just think about that? Um, I haven't thought about that in years, right? Well, that's a signal. It, and if we are fearful of something, that could be you know a sign of our fear or better yet, it could be a sign of how we overcome those fears because I know that's what we were gonna talk about
0: next. Yeah, and I think that's where we should go to because um, commercial's coming up in a few minutes. And I think we should start, I thank you, thank you, thank you. I think um, that it's important to start talking about the solutions. Um, uh, I just wanna um, make sure we have uh, looked at some of these comments. So Donna says she, uh, I, the fear I deal with is getting to know me, I don't really understand why. I'd like to address that. So So for you, Donna, um, and, I, and I noticed this with others as well, because you know, I, I have a close someone very close to me who's also fearful of getting to know who they are. Um, you were penalized and reprimanded for um, being you this lifetime, in this lifetime, actually, I'm hearing, and in past lifetimes, no surprise for most of us, right? Um, And so, um, you you know, you can remove that from your field um, about being penalized and actually giving it any value. You don't have to give it value. A lot of people are wired um, to judge, we all are, but some are wired to judge out loud, meaning to voice their judgment. Think about mom, dad. Um, they tell you how to be, what to be, not all of them, by the way, but I'm just saying that can show up that way. So I certainly am not putting that on any mom and dad throughout the entire universe. Okay. Cancel that. Um, and I think that there's a part of you that <laughs> that's hilarious, so they're telling me there's a part of you that may really like and really love you, <laughs> and so you're afraid of really stepping into the 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 goodness and the loveliness that you are and um like that's like, that's it. Like, um, they're saying that you're such a lovely soul and a huge heart. Um, actually they They're saying a caring heart, like a, a warm heart, uh, a healing heart. And that if you step into that, um, yeah, I'll be, it will be scary at first, but that's just about facing our fears. And once you get over that hump, of, of oh gosh Baikla has something to say she's downstairs do you hear her? I she's like I want in on this conversation I'll bring her up. Why don't you here's what we'll do. Why don't you take over from where I'm at right now? Um I'm gonna move the cage so it's a little closer to my desk and um I'll go downstairs, I'll get Fagula. Okay. When we come back, we'll go to commercial. You're complete. Okay. And then we'll put Fagela on. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be our third co-host. Perfect. All right, I'll let you go. And actually, okay. I'm gonna see if I can switch this a little bit uh, and then switch you over here. Thank you.
2: Okay. So yeah, Donna, what I was feeling around that, and this, isn't just necessarily for you this I I appreciate you bringing that to the table because I think in fact I was speaking about this last night Uh, oftentimes we can be afraid of taking a look at ourselves because we are afraid of what we will find Not only are we possibly afraid of what we will find, but we're afraid of having to deal with it when we find it, right? Like, okay, if I see something that I don't like, then what, right? What are the next steps going to be, which can turn into, you know, a whole slew of other fears, right? What is going to have to change? What in my world is going to have to look differently when i start to really look at myself and take the steps to healing and this goes back to being uncomfortable oftentimes it's so much easier to stay uncomfortable because we know that if we take the steps to heal wow that's really going to be uncomfortable But when we take that time to be uncomfortable and face that fear and move through that and do the healing and do the work and make the changes that are necessary in that work, the other side of that is peace and joy and love and prosperity and abundance and all of those things that we say, well, we say we want right? We will say we want those things constantly and we will get frustrated and we will tell our friends and our, our partners and, you know, our kids and our coaches and our therapists and we will shout it from the rooftops. I want this. Why don't I have this? And at the same time, we are telling ourselves, oh, but if I do the work, to get there, that's going to be really difficult. It's going to be scary. I don't want to have to look at it. I don't want to have to admit. I don't want to have to take accountability. I don't want to have to see myself in that light. I'd rather just look at others and and judge others and have them be the ones that need to do the changing or I know I need to change, but I'm not ready to take that step. I'm not ready to look in the mirror yet. And. Acknowledging that actually is the first step to getting through it. And then understanding what's on the other side and really wanting that more than you want to stay comfortable. So there's a whole lot in there, Donna. And I, again, I thank you for bringing that up because that is probably more prevalent then people realize I bet each one of us in our own way have something that we don't want to look at because of what the consequence will be and consequences don't have to be bad right consequences are just what happens after we do something or say something
0: yeah they could be good or bad
2: that's right yes so Oftentimes it's, we just don't want whatever that consequence is, and it
0: could be something
2: wonderful, but we might have to, you know, go through some changes and, and walk through some mud in order to get there. And we are not wanting to be that uncomfortable. So It's just an acknowledgement to know that and then work on that. So thank you again.
0: On the way up, Fagla left a feather. She dropped a feather, and I think she dropped it for you, Donna. So I'll mm. let you see the beauty of the feather that she dropped. For so food. beautiful. Look at the blues. Oops. I see purples. Is there purples in there? Yep. Purples, blues, yeah. grays, green, white, yes. yellow. Look at that. So she dropped that for you. I'm just letting you see that and feel that okay it's received by you good um, and Donna also says she also loves being different which I do too and I know you do too Michelle I um, so it's 903 we'll go to a, a real quick commercial if you, uh, you know, do us a favor, invite your friends to the show to listen in and to receive the wisdom and to share their own wisdom, like you guys are doing. We appreciate you sharing your wisdom, sharing your thoughts, um, being vulnerable. These are important things. So, thank you. So, um, just do a quick commercial here. Oh, there we go. Hi, I'm Jody Susan. Susan Essentials. I started Susan Essentials in 2015 because of a personal health journey. I was overmedicated and put on 19 different medications. And yes, I reversed all my chronic diseases using plant and energy-based healing. It was amazing. At Susan Essentials, we support both consumers and businesses and we do that with helping your employees or yourself with a food as medicine mindset. How Susan Essentials supports businesses and consumers is we teach people about a food as medicine mindset. So we support people on how to support their own immune system, how to support their brain health, how to support their emotional well-being, and we do that all with plant and energy-based healing. There you go plant and energy-based healing woohoo and a little mindset (laughs) so we have Fagla here and uh, Fagla is a griffin and um, a spiritual being so is her sister and um, her sister is actually the older soul but she's more quiet she's more introverted and Fagla comes out and speaks for them both And what is it that you wanted to share with everybody about fear? Oh, I love you. Yes. Okay. So she's got a couple things that she wants to say. She said when she was born, and you know she was given um, a shot for a particular uh thing that this species I don't want to say those words because it'll just trigger the you know the whole AI thing. Um but she got sick, you know, from the uh concoction we'll call it, right? And and the person who I adopted fagula from gave me bird food in a little Ziploc baggie. And typically bird food is not refrigerated, but this one needed to be. And it was in Ziploc baggie with their instructions. And so it was not refrigerated. So every time I was feeding her, I was feeding her disease and sickness. And she got very, very ill. And she I have a picture of her where she couldn't even get her head out. Um, out of the bowl. Her whole entire little bitty body at that point was in the bowl. (laughs) And um, she said she had so much fear she didn't think she was going to live and she didn't know how to tell mommy that she wasn't doing well. And she says her faith in God has gotten her through um, everything. And she says, uh, we have rocky times here at, at the house between mommy and daddy. They're working out their issues. They're working out how to be together, how to co-create together, how to love each other for who they are, how to, um, uh, be accepting of all of our fall Right. She says, and she says, me and Tinkerbell try to show them the way. Um, She goes, because we we have a very healthy relationship that spans lifetimes, and she's right, and she says, but she goes, she goes, what I have done, she says, is I keep on um, praying to God, I keep the faith, and I know that God will get us all through, and she goes, without fail, each time God gets us through, God has gotten me through. And and just to to give you an idea of how sick she was. uh, Is it okay to show? Yeah Okay, so if you take a look at her nails, I mean can I put you up here so that people can I can move my uh, I want to give them a better look come up here. So if you take a look, she doesn't have a nail It's on the left side. So what happened was and the other one's going the wrong way and so what happened was her immune system was so weakened that when I went in to get her nails clipped, <clears throat> and I should mention that when you get a, a newborn parrot, their claws and their and their beaks are razor sharp, and I mean, they don't even have to try to hurt you. The mere fact that they touch you will rip your skin. <laughs> Not funny. She goes, kind of was. So I take her, so you okay, so you put a template over you, you don't have to get traumatized. We took the trauma away, but I just want to make sure. So we took her in to get her 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 nails trimmed. Her system was so weak the entire nail came out. And I hear her screeching from the other side of the room. And uh I went in immediately and I said, "I don't know what's happening, but we need to stop now." And uh, and they were going to keep going, like they were just going to keep taking them out. Oops! Like one of the nails fell out. They were going to keep going. I'm like, "You don't keep going if the nail's falling out. You get a you get a a file, a nail file, and you file." She's <laughs> the clipper. and so. So what she wants you to know is she says, I've been through a lot of trauma, not only this lifetime, but past lifetimes. Uh this is my grandfather. This was my grandfather uh in this life. He died when I was seven and he came back my in two thousand sixteen. So he died in nineteen seventy and came back in two thousand and sixteen to me as as Sphagela. And he was in the Holocaust. So he's not immune to fear. He's not immune to, um, discomfort and all of that. And so, uh, in the, in the past lifetime, in this present lifetime, um, (laughs) sorry, um, in this, uh, present lifetime, you know, she's trying to say that it's her faith, faith in God. 50 years ago, I wouldn't have believed it. <clears throat> I didn't really understand faith in God, but she's asking me to ask you all to go back and reflect on your life. Where God showed up and showed off, and showed up for you to give you what you needed. Even though it wasn't exactly what you expected and when you expected, it was in his timing. Anything else? Are really we good? There is more. We got to let other people talk, honey. <laughs> Mommy's a little tired. Okay. And she says, lead with love instead of leading with fear lead with love and she says michelle would you like to add to that i think you know we
2: were talking about faith and i think another i mean this is for me and i i I do know that for others this sometimes can resonate we also um are invited to have faith in ourselves Mm. because So often, and I'm not saying that we're giving our power away to God or, you know, our higher being, but what I am saying is sometimes, and I'm going to be very delicate about this, so hear me out, sometimes we can use God. I'm just going to say that sometimes we can use God as a scapegoat mm. for action. Um, we can tell ourselves, well, I need to pray about it. Well, I need to, like, there's the, and I'm sure a lot of you have seen this, and I'm not going to get it correct 100%, but, you know, the, the whole story about, um someone you know being shipwrecked uh, or um they're floating in the ocean or whatever and they they're like praying to god to be rescued you know please save me from you know please come help me and you know this little tugboat comes by can we help you do you need any no i'm waiting to be rescued by god thank you god why aren't you rescuing me why And then a helicopter comes down and you know, tries to pick you up. No, I'm waiting. And it's like, okay, how many more signs do you need in order to know that this is the answer? Right? So I think that, um, I think we can be paralyzed in a fear. Um, and we can use God or our higher selves or the universe as a scapegoat for inaction, um, an excuse for inaction. I used to see this in real estate all the time. Um, I was, I, it feels like a former life now, but um, in this lifetime, I was a real estate broker for 20 years. And uh, I would see uh, people not taking action, even though my expertise, uh, because I was a top producer, I would say, if you don't jump on this now, it will be gone tomorrow. And it was not a sales pitch because it wasn't my house. At the end of the day, I had a place to live, right? They were the ones wanting to buy something. So I was giving them my you know, professional, uh, not opinion, but my knowledge. And they would say, Oh, yeah, but I just I really I want to go home and think about it. I really want to pray about it. I need to pray about it. And I'm I always bit my tongue. But what I wanted to say was I can guarantee you if you say you want to pray about this now, you've already prayed about it. You've already prayed for God or the universe to bring you the perfect house. You've made your list of because this is what I did with every client. You mm-hmm. made your list of what you wanted to have in the house in the home and what you had to have in the home and what your non-negotiables were. And this house checks all of those boxes. So why are you not understanding that this is the answer to your prayer? Instead, you're gonna go home and pray about it and then lose out on it because you didn't take the tugboat that came by or the helicopter. So I just want to, I I feel strongly that we can stay stuck out of fear and we can use all sorts of things to keep us there and they can be excuses. And so having faith and trusting ourselves needs to be a part of that. And I'm saying the word need, very intentionally it has to be it has to be a part of that because if you're praying and praying and praying or meditating or whatever it is that you do to ask for help or guidance and you're not trusting yourself that the signs that you're receiving and those gut feelings are the answer it's time to step back and ask Why am I not trusting myself? Why am I not having faith in myself? Especially when I've asked for these signs and these answers, and then I don't take action when I receive them. So I just felt obviously a little bit strongly about that. It came out a little
0: forceful, No, that's really good. And it it takes me to something I want to share. Perfect. How I got to, okay, could you, okay. Could you come okay hold on a second? Can you let me see we'll let you speak next? We're doing round robins, okay? We're doing rob round Robin, mom. I know, I know, I heard it too. So so I'm gonna say yes to everything you said. This is a yes and it's not an either or. Okay. How I got to the point, like when we walked into this house my husband said oh we should probably look at other houses and i said but why (laughs) my because it's the house right and but how did i get there for me and it doesn't mean that you have to take the same path but this was my path i asked god and it got to the point where i created this pathway between me and spirit between me and source That I became on instant case. I would just get that message and I'd had the faith. I go and I take action quick. Like it's just not a question to the point where some people find my energy a little too intense because I just have a knowing now. But it started with hearing God, listening to God. And I could feel in my heart this energy of love, of truth, and just of love and truth. Like like that. And so then what happened was like, I walk into something and I have a question, love and truth show in my heart. I'm like, boom, yeah, let's do it. I'm just, I don't have to go where, anywhere and pray about it. I don't have to go back and meditate. I have a direct path that's like a, a trail that I blazed between me and God. And so that trail is there. It's a, a permanent fixture in my life, a permanent connection. And so now it's on instant case. I don't have to go meditate. He's talking to me. <laughs> Jody, take it. Go. No, go now. Don't wait. This is yours. And so it's a yes and. I'm saying that's the path that got me there. So I don't have to go meditate about it again. So if you feel the love in your heart.
2: And I do understand. I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, no.
0: So I was going to say, if you feel it's the love in your heart. Yeah. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. So, But I do understand also that at times, we can receive mixed signals. Oh, for sure. And the the reason for that is either, A, we're not being clear in our ask, in our request, or our ego is getting involved, or we are taking other people's, other humans, um, opinions
0: too much to heart or programmed and belief systems. What about that?
2: Absolutely, mm-hmm. all of those things. That's where our ego comes in, but you know, comes into play because we're programmed for certain things to believe and hear and feel certain things, um, and to be triggered by certain things. And so sometimes when we have done the back work, we've done the praying or the meditating, we've asked the questions, we've made the request. If we are getting mixed signals, it is very likely that it is one of those things happening. So then I would say next step there would be ask for clarity and then stop. Right, because if we try to figure it out in our own mind, sometimes we can muck it up even more. Sometimes we have to wipe the slate clean from all the mind chatter, right? All the monkey mind and all of the stuff that is, again, we're bombarded with every single day. Sometimes this is like, you know, you're doing, Joey. You gotta take a step back to gain clarity. To uh, listen and really hear the truth and then to feel that and then to know. So I understand it's not always for each one of us in every instant, every instance of, oh, yeah, I absolutely know. Because sometimes there's a lot of other variables going
0: on, especially the brain chatter.
2: Absolutely.
0: So and which you and I were talking about that the other day that I've never you know because I can feel everybody's everything, you don't have that. That's like amazing. <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful. So, I can. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I understand it, but I don't. I it doesn't. Uh, I don't take it on, so I don't necessarily feel it. Um, and I'm just I'm noticing the conver- the conversation here. Jody, I also and Eileen. Hi Eileen. Um I too was just introduced to that book uh by Eileen. And this was just last week. So
0: hilarious. You were
2: just introduced to the book as well.
0: This is that Eileen.
2: This is that Eileen. Is that the one
0: on stage with the great voice? Beautiful brown hair, Eileen. You never gave me your last name.
3: I love it. Hello, honey. Wow.
0: Well, first of all, thank you for being here. What a gift. Yes. Mm Mhm. She's such a gift. Hmm. Like I said. That book was brought to my attention just (laughs) last week. I heard it was great. It was from Eileen. Yeah, I was like, "What?" So at least I was listening. I was listening, listening? Eileen. Can't shoot. Oh, that's hilarious.
3: (laughs)
2: Yeah, I already downloaded it on Audible, but I have not started it yet because I'm finishing. You know, my other. 15
0: books that I have. Well, I, I have 10 right now, right? So, and a, fr- a friend of mine uh, published hers, and another friend published hers. And so I bought all their books, but I'm writing my book this month. So I'm, you know, going to be, <sighs> I just have a lot of work to do. So my focus has to be finishing the book. And then, um, interestingly enough, which will be a great resource for my book is uh, a group of doctors brought out all the things that the toxins in our food, water, and air supply, um, you know, and you know, blah, 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 are causing. I'm like, oh, great resource, and they have all the documentation I need, thank you. Perfect. Yeah, I bought Perfect. it. Perfect, thank you. Yeah, right. So um, there's something I wanted to say to that. So we were talking about, I'm so flipped and tired today. Um i'm with you yeah i i i need a uh uh a time out distinct <laughs> from a break oh. can we talk about belief systems for a moment
2: yes of course
0: and and how we can let go of fear yes okay, so as you know, I broke my wrist right. I never broke a bone in my life. Um, hold on a second, she says. Yes, Donna, I will send you a picture of the feather for sure.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, uh-huh. my
0: my pleasure to do so. Um, so I broke my wrist, and instead of going into fear mode, I went into what I call my Joan mode because uh, you know uh, I have it that I was in my past life Joan of Arc kind of a warrior woman which is that rough exterior that I have and um, and it doesn't mean that's not I mean she's only one part of you know me Um, and so I immediately got out my red light therapy and I got out my pulse electromagnetic therapy and before even going to the doctor I'm healing my wrist right and the break was I, and I put it back into place by the way right so when they got to the Dasha the next morning it was a clean break um, they wanted to cast it I can't cast because of my sensitivities to chemicals and I was told not to put on a cast and so we just did a brace okay now I find an orthopedic and I'm giving the shortened version of this um, I find an orthopedic doctor, he's asleep. And for those of you who know me, you know what I'm talking about. And so uh, I am called to find another orthopedic doctor. So I go to Piedmont and um, I find a great orthopedic. Um, interestingly enough, when I get to him, the wrist bone, cause it, were, it was broken in four places, moved out. And I'm like, oh, why'd that happen? It was the message because they wanted to get this particular doctor who was a chief medical officer a message. So they moved my wrist out and he said, you know, he goes, I would have casted this and I probably would have had surgery. And I said, well, that's not an option. I said, but given who I am, I said, why don't you tell me exactly what you would have done in surgery? We'll just share it with my spiritual team and let them do it while I sleep. And he kind of looked at me, and he goes, well, if you can do that, he goes, you and I are going to go into business together. And he said, and then um, he goes, and I'll quit my job here and we'll go we'll go heal the world. And I said, well, first of all, I will. I said, and second of all, we won't. <laughs> I said, and, you know, because that's not why I'm here. And I don't even know. I'm just seeking what God's telling me to say. And um, And so then you know, I said, well, you know, I'll fix this in eight weeks. Now I knew I was going to fix it overnight and in a nanosecond, but I told him eight weeks because of his, I think they call it, um, what's a cognizance. Um, do you know what word I'm, cognitive dissonance? Oh, meaning they couldn't possibly think of healing something in a nanosecond. So give them something that, that they can understand like eight weeks. Okay, so that's what I said, we'll fix it in eight weeks and so um, anyways, um, so we did, I came back and this was last week, Um, by the way, the same day that my article came out and shout out Atlanta, okay, and he looks at the x-ray and he goes, it moved. I said, great. I said, drive your attention now? He said, yes. I said, I said, great. I'll give you the message. And I don't know what the message is, right? I had no idea until, of course, he spoke it to me. But he won't take his eyes off the computer. Not because he's trying to ignore me, because the computer is showing the before and after picture and he can't believe his eyes. So. Now he's feeling a little bit of fear because he doesn't understand and it's fearful for him, but it's a signal for change. And then here was the message that God gave him through me. And he said, they said, I go, well, I don't know what the message is. I said, but let me go into spirit. And so I did. And it's, he, what God said was, I need you to stop poisoning my children. He says, I want you to study nutrition and I want you to understand what plants will replace pain medication. And then I came out of spirit because I knew I had a deck that I'd just gotten three days earlier from a doctor on all the, the combinations of plants that will mitigate, help you mitigate pain. I said, and actually I go, I can send you the deck. And I said, and I can send you the audio version of the presentation. And I said, and he doesn't want you just to do that. I said, he wants you to lead the way. He wants you to lead the way. And I looked to my left, and there's a picture of the doctor that I'm sitting in front of. He's a chief medical officer. Of course, they picked him, (laughs) right? And he said, I'm very spiritual because I don't go to church. I said, neither do I. I'm building my own. <laughs> she thinks that's funny. Um, and, I, and he says, he goes, but I'm very spiritual. I said, well, then you know what's happening. He goes, I go, he goes, of course I know what's happening to people. I go, are you awake? He goes, I'm very awake. So I created a little fear for him. Actually, I didn't, but God did by using my body as a tool to communicate. And so that's fear as a signal to make change, to make good change, to bring blessings to other people. Okay, is there something else you want me to share? Mm. She's saying that we also have to look at the fact that we have been imprinted upon and cursed and um, we had these cellular memories. Okay, am I telling what you wanted me to say? Okay, that's (laughs) not funny. And that those cellular memories of fear need to be released you want to do a prayer with me, Michelle. Okay. To release fears for people. Okay. I know we're not going to get fully, but we'll get to a certain level of whatever it is that we get to. Is that fair? Mm -hmm. Okay. We'll do that in about like a few minutes. Is that fine? Okay. Um, Cause they're coming to me and they're saying that what you and I can do to affect change right now for people is to help them release fears
1: mm-hmm.
0: and step into their power. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. I'm being
2: called also, this is again, going back to giving our power away and excuses and things, mm-hmm. um, energy is real limiting beliefs, imprints, patterns, they're all real. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: And we also um, can give our power away to them if we use them, again, as an excuse. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: Well, I do this because of that. Okay, that's step number one. Step number two is do something about it. Again, I'm I'm just I'm it's coming back that we very easily can use these um, other powers, these other energies, these. Oh, well, I was this in a past life or I did, I I see this a lot. And what I hear is it becomes, it starts to become an excuse Mm -hmm. where we are giving our power away to those things. Because Mm -hmm. honestly, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter today what happened in life. Or what happened in our childhood? Because we are called to take accountability for our actions now. Is it easier for us? Is it reactionary for us? Does it feel more natural for us to react in a certain way or to do certain things because of our past or our experiences? Absolutely. But we're still accountable for how we act and what we choose to focus on and what we choose to give our power to. So if we give our power to, oh, well, I I haven't been able to control it because of X, Y, Z. Okay, fine. That's in the past. Take care of it now. Make those changes now. And again, it a lot of times goes back to fear. We um, can fear all sorts of things, but... This would be probably fear of stepping into our own power. All day. Like always wanting something to blame our issues on or our fears on. And I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, yeah, I I don't care anymore. I'm saying that with a grain of salt. Because what happened 10 years ago a hundred years ago, 5,000 years ago, doesn't matter today. It only matters that we look at it, see how we are allowing that to keep us stuck or, or make us the victim and not make the changes that we're being called to change. That's why those things are coming up. They're a call for us to shift. They're a call for us to change. And like Eileen says, learn from it. Yeah, absolutely. They're there to teach us lessons. They're there for us to learn and grow through, not to use as excuses of why we do certain things and why we treat people a certain
0: way. Oh, you know, y'all are hitting the nail on the head. I mean, because that's what conversation I was having with someone just yesterday. I'm like, I'm sorry no more excuses you can't just keep on saying i'm sorry and do the same thing you are being called to make a change it doesn't serve you the behavior doesn't serve you let it go i mean that's and we can
2: find we can find instance after instance after instance and i see this sometimes in the spiritual realm where someone will be you know, they'll have a particular behavior that they're, they're exhibiting and they will initially say, Oh, well, it's because of this. Okay. Go heal it, Mm -hmm. work on it, you know, do what you need to do to take care of it. And then when it comes up again, they don't use that same thing. It's, Oh, well, I see another instance. Okay. And they continue to come up with these reasons why They're continuing to do the same behavior. Now, am I saying that every behavior is easy to change in an instant? Absolutely not. not. But continuing to make excuses is giving yourself permission to stay where you are.
0: Thank you. Can you say that one more time? Making excuses gives you permission to what?
2: Stay where you are.
0: Is it okay to stay where you are? I mean, I guess it is. Does it serve you? Does it serve you to stay where you are?
2: Not if it's in a negative space or a toxic space or you're not happy or or it's um, affecting someone else mm. in a negative way.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: No, it's not.
0: Right, right.
2: I feel like I've gotten on my soapbox about this this morning, but it is being pushed hey, upon sh- me energetically. People need to hear this. I know. Stop making excuses. Well, my parents did this, or they did this to me when I was young. I, it's the all the trauma that. Listen, I get it. I have compassion.
0: I mm-hmm. went
2: through trauma. I was sexually abused. I
0: went, you know, mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why I'm is it people don't think that because we're on stage or we're doing that, we didn't actually have to climb the mountain? We're still climbing the mountain, but all day make
2: excuses yeah. of why we are a certain way doesn't serve anyone,
3: mm-hmm. most of all
2: ourselves. I could have stayed stuck in that sexual abuse victim mm-hmm. mentality which makes me nuts. Exactly. And and I N- not knocking traditional therapy because there is a place for it, and there are some amazing therapists amazing therapists. Well,
0: like the one that got me off of like the 19 drugs, yeah, like that. Exactly.
2: <laughs> and then there are some <laughs> practitioners, and not just therapists, by the way, you know, just
0: mental some, health practitioners, yeah.
2: Mental health. There are some spiritual people, I mean, it, it's everywhere, right? Where their goal really is not healing and empowerment, it is okay, let's rehash this. Let's keep looking at this. And I hear from so many women that I work with that, you know, a few sessions of the work that we do is so much more powerful than their, you know, 10 years of therapy because I don't allow people to stay the victim.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, neither do I.
2: And if if they can't come to grips with the fact that they are playing that victim and that they are making excuses then i don't work with them anymore and i don't mean that to be disrespectful or um not helpful Mm -hmm. but they're not going to get anywhere it's going to waste my time their time and their money that's right to to not have the healing take hold because
0: they are constantly going back to the excuse. Right. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is exactly the issue. This is exactly the issue. And I actually, I didn't actually lose a client. He kind of fired himself because he wasn't willing to do the things and it wasn't financial financial finances are not an issue for this person. He was more committed to the identity of what he had than he was to the healing And so as a result, he hasn't come back. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, and you're not doing, I I don't want to be too specific. Uh, You're not doing X, Y, Z. You know, that's the one thing, the one element that's left to shift your healing and you won't do it. And it's not a money issue. Mm -hmm. So it's a mindset. It's an unwilling to that
2: comfort level that we were talking about, that Donna and us were talking about, right? Right. And this person
0: is used to being the victim. Mm -hmm. So that person is going to have to let go of the victim mode in order to heal both mentally and physically, because this person has a very, very, and I mean very significant physical ailment, actually multiple. It would go away it would go away and everything that I've provided to him thus far has worked for him. And this is the key thing that will flip it. And I'm like, okay. And I've reached out to him probably twice in the last two months where he's had this key and he knows, he knows he, cause he's gotten results on everything I've told him to do. And so I'm I'm actually being called to share this. Like, where in your life are you resisting success? Where are you in your in your life? Are you more committed to the old identity, whether it being a victim or being shy or being whatever? You know, where are you committed to something that doesn't serve your your higher purpose of of your mission and your vision. And are you, and the answer is yes, by the way, are you your own worst enemy? And I'm not singling you out, whoever's listening to this, we all are. (laughs) Absolutely. I hate, really, right? Like if you're not getting something done or something's not happening, oops, it's you. (laughs) And you can't be pointing the finger Because it's all you. (laughs) So it's 944, and I want to do that prayer. And I know that there was an ask for prayer earlier here for one person, but I'm not called to do it for one person. I'm really called to do it for everybody. And what I want to make, I'm going to give you the list, Michelle, and I want to know before we do this, if there's something you want to add to it. And then, of course, as we're in prayer, if there's something else that comes in we just add it and then um everybody who's listening you know go ahead and put in the thread you know because it'll go in there whether we read it or not what you want to manifest in this prayer and so far what i have is to release the fear release excuses uh the victimhood the pain and to step into power but i know there's more to release so go for it and what else we want to do
2: well i loved um what you had said about former identities. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Your identity around something, um,
0: and I took all those were notes from when you were speaking, Dolly. So I'm like, yes, yeah, yes, yes, perfect, yes. perfect. <laughs>
2: yeah, um, I think you know uh, a big one to call in to manifest change would be freedom. So freedom from all of those things.
0: Well, freedom to be right. Freedom to be exactly who you are. Yes. And, and oh, oh, indeed. oh, the freedom to walk away. Sure, yeah. And you know what I'm talking about because it's coming down the pike in a few months or, or in a month, actually, I'm hearing. And it it, it ha- it's uh, it's uh, liquid, uh, it's sharp, and you need somebody else to give it to you. So freedom to walk away from that. That carrot.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, You had said staying in your own power is that right, or
0: step into your own power?
2: Okay,
0: yeah. And 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 you know, step into your greatness. Um, Looks like we have new comments. Hold on. So.
2: To know my mission and success. Mm
0: -hmm. um, Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm Well and. The other thing I want to say, there was something else. Hold on. Clarity. Clarity. There's something so big. Hold on. And I got it. Okay. So um, there's someone I know, we worked on him yesterday, uh, Rajai and I, um, Rajai Kaldani. Um, The person had a curse on them that they could not consistently connect to God. And it turned out in a past lifetime, someone, and we know who it was, put a curse on that person, put a curse on this guy to um, not be able to consistently hear God's word. And so, um, so as a result, like, there were just interferences. So what we're going to do is remove any interferences between people and God. So remove interferences. Can we say source? Oh yeah, yeah. And insert whatever word you need. Source, God, yeah, Jesus, not you. Exclude know.
2: um, anyone simply because of their belief, because we know that the energy is all the same.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yes, thank you for the reminder, anyone here, yeah. insert what you need. We are not here to create divide at all. Matter of fact, we're also going to release the need to divide. Thank you. That's why I did really, that. judgment. Mm-hmm. Judgment really, is a good one, is that ju- in there? Judgment, divide. Um, because
2: Christmas, have love for oneself. So, right. and bring in.
0: Yep. So we step into one power. Uh, bring in. Need another piece of paper. Uh, mm-hmm. Self love and uh, self
2: acceptance, perhaps.
0: Mhm. Self acceptance and self awareness.
2: Mhm. Accountability.
0: Mhm. Okay. Um. And Donna uh, Prado says to know my mission and success too. So when we, so actually Donna, I'm hearing there's an interference between you and God as well. So you will know your mission when we're done. Okay, I'm cool and I know there'll be more. And so um, I'm gonna add the phrase or something better so that it covers whatever we don't our as our 3d selves don't recognize Um, anything that we did not
2: verbalize that's mm -hmm. always a good one too
0: (laughs) yeah yeah anything we didn't verbalize or something better those are always great phrases uh to add and so um let me just do this i'm gonna create a banner um so release and receive, I'm going to call this the release and receive prayer. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And take that off. Okay. Okay, what I'm going to ask uh, everyone to just ground, uh, you know, uh, feel Mother Earth in yeah, bring, bring Mother Earth into your field. Bring in the trees into your field and bring in source energy. I'm doing this quickly, but I feel like the people who are here know how to do this. I'm not, I'm not going to go through the full because I, I feel uh, very uh, centeredness and love and peace and harmony in their heart. And I'm going to ask everybody to open up for this for this prayer your heart chakra and your crown chakra and put turn on your receiver which is your left side like your left hand so you're here you're willing to receive the prayer everybody open to receive yes thank you thank you thank you okay so bring in source energy and any other name that you wish to call it by And what we're going to do today for everybody who's listening now and those who will listen later and for those who can hear us energetically and to anyone in the world who's willing to receive. Today we are going to do the all clear protocol back to the roots on releasing judgment of others, and most importantly, judgment of ourselves. (sighs) Breathe that out, (sighs) breathe out the fear, breathe out the judgment. Release the fear of our success, release the fear of being loved. release and give to source the need to make excuses for where you're at today. Oh, Oh. Oh. I feel your tears. Let it, let it cry. Let it go. People let it go. Just cry it out. You don't have to fear. You don't have to make excuses for who you are. Release the pain that you have around it and any other pain that you have and give it to source energy. (sighs) Remove any interference that you have between yourself and source. Remove interferences. I see that remove, make a clear path. Want to align the Merkabahs, align the gyroscope, connect the Merkabah, the gyroscope to source, make a clear path to source. Yes. Reconnect, activate. Wow. I feel hearts, uh, wow. Okay, so we release judgment, we lost the fear and excuses and pain, time, and we release victim, the concept and thought form of being a victim, no longer yours to receive, no longer yours to hold, and remove all the imprints and cellular memories around that. All lifetimes, all dimensions. Go. Replace with the ability and the desire and the passion to step into your own power not based upon the constraints of the past step into the freedom to be exactly who you're meant to be receive the clarity that you need Be the conduit, your own conduit, for self-love and self-acceptance. Be your own conduit for self-awareness and being accountable for who you are and giving yourself grace along the way as you learn. Michelle, can you take in now? Can you take over? there's something you need to say, I hear.
2: The the word persecution just popped in and I'm feeling it around letting go, releasing the persecution that was in your past or your present and and releasing the desire to persecute others to
0: oh huge our, <coughs> own <pain> <coughs>
2: <and> <coughs> our own pain onto others
0: release that persecution from the past and the need to retaliate release the need to retaliate there you go
3: that was just a big bring one
2: just peace
3: okay, bring in peace
2: watching it flow from the divine down through soul star chakras crown chakras third eye chakras throat chakras Activate, activate, activate. High heart and heart chakras. Activate, activate. Solar plexus. Torso. Navel. Sacral. Root chakra. Earth star chakra. Grounding the peace into
0: the earth from above. Remove traumas around everything that we removed today. Remove all those traumas, please. Time to give them to God. Release those traumas to God. And I'm sending everyone a frequency right now that brings in their brain into a theta state. So, what we're doing is we're doing a reset on the neural network of the brain, bringing it back down to baseline, centering it, recentering, recentering, resetting. 90 seconds. Reset the hippocampus. Apparently, mine needed it. <laughs> Gotta have a little levity. And bring in the love, peace, harmony, joy. Uh, Michelle, can you take it again? I'm hearing there's something else you need to add. 60 seconds.
2: I feel complete.
0: Good. There's something missing, and I'm trying to hear it. Oh, got it. We're going to seal this in seal it, everything that we just did for for everyone. We're going to seal it. Your divine right is now being sealed, to be sealed and be connected to God in this lifetime, all lifetimes, for your entire lineage. Yep. Done. So be it, so be it, so be it, and so it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well,
1: I'm a little dizzy. Ten seconds. Ooh.
0: Yeah. That persecution one was amazing. Because we do persecute people. Including ourselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. where? yeah. Okay. So um I want to send out love and gratitude to everyone today and thank you for being here. I really want to thank you, Michelle. In a lot of ways you've been the wind beneath my wings. You've been my blind spot well you've been the one who opens up the blind spot <laughs> and you haven't been the blind spot you've been the person who shows me the blind spot um, and you're the first friend I made when I came to Georgia and I never take our friendship for granted. I hope you know that, and it's a privilege. I did. Thank you. Privilege to to know you, privilege to be friends with you, to call you my soul sister, to have you share your wisdom on the show, and it's just a privilege um, to be here with you. So thank you.
2: Thank you. I'm truly honored. Um, yeah, I'm honored to be used in this way to help shine light um, and to to be a part of your purpose and your mission um, in a small way. So thank you.
0: Oh, in a huge way. And you know, you and I spoke the other day that your purpose here is to bring joy. Is that right? If That's you, one of them, yeah. One of them, for yeah. sure. Mine's to bring peace. Mm-hmm. And um, If you live in the Georgia area, uh, follow Michelle on Facebook. Um, let me just see if I can find that back again real quickly. And um, she has her, well, of course she has Band X, so she's the lead singer, she's amazing. And then she also has the um, the karaoke. I promise not to be the lead singer up there. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> and then we break the promise, just saying. Also. Everybody
3: can be a lead singer for three minutes.
0: <laughs> I am gonna practice my one song, which is This Girl Is
2: on Fire. See, okay Yes. They I was, was waiting pretty, for
0: you to do that one the other night. I um I need to be able to be in my own center and I wasn't in my center.
2: Fair enough.
0: Yeah, so I needed to be in my center to be able well, to. Well I look forward to
2: it when you
0: are. Yeah, me too. So uh it will happen one day. So um so we will be on, uh, Michelle and I will be on again in October. Uh first she's always the first Tuesday of the month. And uh I'm still trying to figure out the booking for next week. It's, uh, (laughs) we're having problems connecting with people to get the show scheduled, but we, in any situation, there'll be, uh, we'll have amazing um, insight to share because both people are amazing. We just can't figure out what the dates are and we'll get that handled today. So I can't tell you what's next week. I'll just tell you, stay tuned. Um, So, and there's just a lot of gratitude that's come here. So we just wanna, I just wanna show that real quick sungay sage she says thank you uh chris thank you ladies zelda she also says thank you donna says i felt that oh strong good very happy Mm -hmm. and uh, she says thank you so thank you all and um um, you know stay tuned next week and that's i think that's it because i'll keep talking because i'm tired so uh let me just do this and that's not the one I want. That's it. so. If you need to contact Michelle, this is how. And um, one more comment. New comments.
4: <laughs>
0: Take a power nap twenty minutes. Jody works wonders. Yes, with the bod on. <laughs> Reset the neural network of the brain back down to baseline. All right. All right. Let me just see if I can do
2: that. Have a beautiful day, everyone.